This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Good afternoon, folks. Happy Tuesday. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary are with you today. Rico, hello. Hello. How's it going? I am fantastic. You're fantastic. I'm feeling pretty good, even though sleep was oh, scarce. Here we go. What happened last night? Again, I got more sleep we, than my wife. We need to just dedicate the first 30 seconds maybe to my kids to your kids yeah i mean we could do that i'm fine with that sleep was scarce last night for for my wife i got more sleep than she did uh she had a freaky because elliot just she sleeps downstairs in the basement okay we have a baby monitor didn't hear anything next thing i know she's just right next to the bed and she hits me in the back and she goes hey and I was like, what in She uh, does that thing. She does that thing yeah. where she... And I was like, what in... Uh, and she goes, up. <laughs> so I lifted her up, put her in the middle of the bed between me and my wife, and she's just like, I'm milk. I was like, no, you can't. I don't want to get up and get you milk. I don't want to do this. So then my wife got up, and she got her milk, and then she went to the couch because then KJ started crying. Oh, so no. So she went and grabbed him and fed him, and I had Elliot in the bed, and she was just like, didn't want to sleep for a while, so I'm just kind of laying there. And like trying to close my eyes, and she's like staring me in the face, and she's like, "Hey, you sleep?" And I'm like, "Yes, Elliot, I'm trying to sleep." She goes, "Open your eyes." I'm like, no, I'm trying to sleep. She goes, "I know, tired. Like it is three o'clock in the morning. You better be tired." So what happened the rest of the, the morning? Uh, she fell asleep. Okay, so she was tired. <laughs> she finally fell asleep. I fell asleep, uh, and then Rachel got KJ back down i think she came back to bed i don't remember if she's up on the couch but then i went and got kj from her at some point we switched off and i kind of slept on the couch with them for like maybe an hour or tried mm-hmm. to sleep he wouldn't stop moving he didn't want to sleep yeah. but yeah it was just on and off for a couple hours all right well but it was all right well get a mountain dew in you you'll be all good to go what's in that chick-fil-a cup over there lemonade oh shoot um we get a Why? we get a name just need i know you need energy man uh, we get a we get a name recommendation for that Rico's recap. So yeah, we'll we'll just dedicate the first thirty seconds to Rico and his children. Actually, more more Rico's children than Rico. Yeah, I'll fill you in on what my kids did the night and the day before. Yeah, KJ had a massive blowout. Okay, we don't need you're you're past your time. like massive. Like out of his he was in he was in a bouncer at daycare. Oh no! Out of his diaper. <laughs> All over his onesie, down his leg, and on the carpet at daycare. Thank how, goodness it happened at daycare. How, how do you come that back would have from been that? Awful. How, if you're KJ, how do you how do you bounce back? You don't. He was just sitting there. <laughs> there you have a picture of him, and he's just sitting there, and his face is like, "What's up? What did I do?" And Rachel, being the miracle woman that she is, 
Got it out of the onesie. It was a white onesie. Oh my and gosh! And she got it out the, of the onesie. The bleach, the our uh, everything with everything. Arm and Hammer. She really got most of it out. Clutch. You know, scrubbed it, and then she puts it in the wash. Comes to the living room where I'm with the kids, and she goes, "It's in God's hands now." <laughs> that is fantastic. And it came out. She did a great job. That is awesome. As always, four zero two four six four five six eight five Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sutter Hammond text line. Um, Oh, Eric. Both of those open for you all hour long, as well as the Starter Hammond Jewelers video stream, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. I almost said RooTube. Um, <laughs> YouTube, and then you can find us on Twitter, at Nick underscore Saner and at Radio Rico AC. All right, so I have thoughts on quarterbacks. Don't forget to tell your Alexas to listen to 93.7 yes. The Ticket. You, all you have to do is say, Alexa, 93.7 The Ticket, and she'll turn us on. All right, so, so Husker quarterbacks – and Scott in Stonebridge Creek, if, if you're still listening, I know you just texted and said that you're out, but if you're still listening, let's let's dive into the quarterbacks. This is for you. Yeah. I am very intrigued to see what happens and find out what happens through um, at, during the course of this Caleb Williams decision. And, and here's why. Let me kind of set the scene. Enrico, I did not tell you. I told you that we were going to be talking about quarterbacks, right? And you have kept a very big secret from me. I don't know what it is. But I want your raw reaction on these things. Yeah. And and part of me is thinking um, maybe we go back and, and we briefly do what we did during Husker football season where the Friday before every game, we gave fans a big reason why Nebraska is going to come out on top, why mm-hmm. they're going to win, right? And um, very compelling reasons. Yeah, and, and we got juiced up on Friday <laughs> afternoons only to be let down on, on Saturday. And here here's kind of where I'm at. Um, if you guys didn't hear, hear Chubba Purdy, the only quarterback that has announced an offer is visiting January 14th. If you want to read into it, which you know Husker fans want to. You definitely should read into it. Classes start January 18th for the first semester, if you want to read into it quite a bit. Um but let, let's let's talk about Caleb Williams, all right? So Casey Thompson is seen, kind of losing steam. That whole thought of lo- is losing steam, okay? No, there's not been a whole lot of traction, whether it's Nebraska not interested in Casey Thompson or, or vice versa, Casey Thompson not interested in Nebraska. But now it gets a little more interesting because Dylan Gabriel decided to flip on a, on a dime to Oklahoma after UCLA. So things got a little interesting there. But at this point, my once again, this whole process has just taken way too long if your quarterback was going to be Chubba Purdy all along. I don't I don't I don't like how long they've waited to, you know, you would think if Nebraska's waiting this long, it's because they're waiting for somebody that is currently in a bowl game or mm-hmm. or somebody who has yet to announce that they're in, in the transfer portal or it's a big name who is, you know, covering all their bases. Like maybe they've told Nebraska, hey, you're my school, but I want to, you know, go around and see what my options are. Yeah. But if if you've taken this long and the person you you end up going with is a backup from Florida State, who I mean, he he was a he was a pretty highly rated quarterback. I think he was a four star coming out of Arizona, ended up going to Florida State. Um, I don't know, five career pass attempts at, at Florida State, I believe. But so it's I, taken way too long to 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 grab a, a a five career pass attempt backup. So let's let's flip the switch here. 
and let's put on that cap of getting Husker fans juiced up and and thinking about the possibilities with Caleb Williams because this process has not taken too yes. long yes. if Nebraska gets Caleb Williams, all right? So, folks, bear with me, all right? Bear with me because we're going to get both sides of the coin here. All right, let's do this. Yep, stretch out, Rico. It's <laughs> been a while. It's been a while. So I we got to stretch to get this reach. <laughs> so, Caleb Williams has literally any option in the country if you really think about it. I was I was watching or I was listening to some Oklahoma beat writers um, doing some interviews last night, and they're like, listen, Oregon's on the table. Everywhere is on the table. Um, I also saw somebody make a joke that he should go to South Carolina, <laughs> just where Spencer Rattler is, <laughs> which would be kind of funny. That would be hilarious. But like, What schools wouldn't want Caleb Williams? South Carolina. Alabama. Would they? Ohio State. Time out. Would Alabama? No. They have a Heisman winner. Good point. I don't think Ohio State, C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud. Um, Georgia would take him. I mean, Georgia would take any quarterback with Which, a heartbeat at this that's, point. That's, that's an interesting situation as well. Um, I, I believe J.T. Daniels has eligibility left. He's a guy that hasn't played after Stenson Bennett kind of took over for him. Um, Eric and Lincoln says this, he should go to UCLA so he can face Lincoln Riley. Him and yep. Dylan Gabriel just switched schools. But think about, yeah, yeah. <laughs> think about the upside for Caleb Williams anywhere he goes. A couple years of eligibility. Mm-hmm. I think he has at least two, two years minimum. And then you're getting a Heisman contender right off the bat. Right off the bat, you're getting a Heisman contender. So he has literally any option in the country, Caleb Williams, that is. But there are a couple appealing things about Nebraska. Number one, I, I I already love this. This is going to be this this side of the argument is going to be a lot quicker than the other side. <laughs> All right, let's go. Mickey Joseph, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Terrace Marshall gave Joe Burrow at the time LSU mm-hmm. many options to throw to. What has Mickey Joseph done? Mickey Joseph has created NFL wide receivers. What type of NFL re- wide receivers? You ask. Oh, I don't know. Just the two best rookie wide receivers mm-hmm. in the history of the NFL. If you're going by receiving yards. Per season. Mick, Mickey Joseph gives a guy like Caleb Williams the opportunity to um, throw to a guy named the coldest to ever do it, Crawford, it's and Omar man. Manning. And if you if you want to, you want to keep going, you know, they've got an extremely highly rated receiver in Xavier Betts yep. who went down to many camps before his freshman year at Nebraska and dominated the competition. Omar Manning is a freak athlete, the which the likes of which we have never seen before anywhere ever, you know, if we you know, we're just going to keep going with that. And the coldest Crawford, I mean, his, his name speaks for itself. Number 2. So Mickey Joseph was number 1. Number 2, there's 3 I put out here. Mark Whipple, you guys all saw what he did with Kenny Pickett, right? That's been the whole thought this whole transfer portal season, season. It's been transfer, what? Transfer season. Mark, Mark Whipple and what he's done with Kenny Pickett. All right, number three. Hold on. Do you want to know how great Mark Go Whipple ahead, yeah. was at Pitt and how fantastic <laughs> Kenny Pickett was? Kenny Pickett was a Heisman finalist, one of the, one of the many Heisman finalists that there are. Yep. But what Mark Whipple did at Pitt was so extraordinary that even after he left – Many players, many players, including USC transfer Keaton Slovis, are still <laughs> going to still Pitt. They don't so, realize Mark Whipple isn't there anymore because they just see the school. They just see how great the offense was, and they're like, yes, that's fantastic. Not realizing yeah. the guy who did that, the guy who created all of that greatness yeah. for Pitt 
for for those Pittsburgh Panthers is now at Nebraska with the Cornhuskers. So, um, with Keaton Slovis, first hail to the pit, right? With Keaton Slovis, his girlfriend plays soccer at Pitt. No, Mark Whipple. So that's that's probably a big reason why Keaton Slovis went there. Okay. Does every quarterback have a girlfriend I, that plays soccer? Soccer at some other school, and Is that's that, where they transfer does to. Does Caleb Williams have a girlfriend? Does she play soccer at Nebraska? Reason number four. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, number three, <coughs> playing time. There is absolutely zero doubt that if Caleb Williams comes here, he's the starting quarterback. Look, Caleb. Let me <laughs> let me give let me lay it out to you like this. All right, all right, Caleb. You gotta look me in the eyes. Look me in the eyes, Caleb. All right, look me in the eyes. Okay, Caleb. Right now, Nebraska had a four-year starter at quarterback. He's gone. He's gone. He's gonna wear purple down in Manhattan. Yeah, Manhattan, not New York, Kansas. I know it's weird. Nobody understands it. He has a call themselves the little soccer. apple. It's weird. Uh, if you come here right now, the only competition you have is Logan Smothers. Granted, he is a good quarterback. Many people have said he's a good quarterback. You know, uh, there are people around around the nation who believe that Logan Smothers is a very solid quarterback. But right now, you have way more passing attempts, way more yards, way more touchdowns than Logan Smothers does mm-hmm. as a collegiate athlete. So, Caleb, if you were to come to Nebraska, we can pair you up with the greatest wide receivers coach in the nation. <laughs> with one of the greatest offensive coordinators in the nation, who, who, mind you, just had a Heisman finalist as his quarterback. He's really good at what he does. He's also our quarterback's coach. I'm just saying. And you can play right away. I don't Look, man, I don't know what else. You, what, do we need to sell you on anything else? Those are three major reasons for Caleb Williams mm-hmm. to become a Nebraska Cornhusker. So and he, here's another way to look at it. Since Caleb Williams waited until January 3rd to enter the portal, that could help Nebraska out. However... UCLA, well, not anymore. I wrote this. I, I prepared for the show before Dylan Gabriel bounced. Um, <laughs> wah, so, wah. so Oregon, Texas, Texas A&M, LSU, South Carolina, Oklahoma. They all have the quarterback. They all have their quarterbacks. But the big question is, will they still take Caleb Williams if he wants to go there? Think about it. How wild would college football be if Caleb Williams went to Oregon and – Bo Nix is just like, yeah, I'm out, man. Bye. Are you kidding me? And, and that's that's. I mean, Bo Nix is coming off of an injury. That is what's so wild about this whole thing, and we don't know, obviously, and, and this is just all hypothetical, but, like, there's going to be other news. There could be other news depending on where Caleb Williams goes to school, and I guess that's the, that's the idea for every quarterback that transfers, you know, Maybe you you add a, a higher ta- a better talent and and your third string goes or something like that. But there's a chance that wherever Caleb Williams lands, their starter is gone. Like, for example, if Caleb Williams goes to LSU, what does that mean for Miles Brennan? Bye. If Caleb Williams goes to USC, what does that mean for Jackson Dart? Bye. If Caleb Williams goes to Oregon, what's that mean for Bo Nix? Like, th- th- there's possible by possibly. There's this whole know. thought. Um and, and feel free four zero two four six four five six eight five um send in <laughs> send in any pitches that you have for Caleb Williams to come to Nebraska we have this one from Justin if Caleb Williams comes here runs and will be changing its name to Caleb Williams because he will be getting paid a boatload of money yeah if that's what it takes look give us your best sales pitches for Caleb and oh, we will send them his here's way. here's one Adam says despite recent history Scott Frost made Marcus Mariota and Ken- Mackenzie Milton. Williams to Nebraska confirmed. I have zero. I see zero problems with this. I forgot that one. Yeah, that is a Heisman. So, that is a Heisman quarterback 
and a extremely talented, very accomplished quarterback who, mind you, is a national champion. Yeah. We can't forget there was a magazine. Um, yeah. Sidebar. Also, I was watching on ESPN Plus. They have they followed UCF this year mm-hmm. for their like a thirty for thirty short or whatever it is, but it's a ser- a series, so they follow them every game of the season. And the first shot that they show is 2017 national champions. Damn straight. I was like, man. Okay, but- so Caleb Williams left open in his letter of transfer, which is what I'm going to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that going back to Oklahoma was an option. No more. But as soon as he entered the transfer portal, Dylan Gabriel said, by UCLA, I'm going to Oklahoma. Yeah. Is Oklahoma still a viable no way. option? Because, look, how? okay, this this was weird. I didn't say anything on Twitter because I wanted to save it for here. Mm-hmm. How weird is it? That, Rico. How weird is it that an athletic director <laughs> and I think the, yeah. the president of the university put out a statement on a quarterback transferring. That's a good point. What? That, that's a really good point. Um, but Oklahoma, Who Oklahoma, does that? Oklahoma has done that in the past. They did it for coaches. They've never. I don't think they've done it for a player. They did it for coaches, and then they did it for um, w- the whole being mad because the Fox wouldn't, wouldn't change yeah, their no, time. Yeah, no, that's understandable. But a player? Yeah. The school is bigger than one player, unless <laughs> you're Caleb Williams, apparently. <laughs> What is that? Yeah, so we're getting we're getting thoughts on the text line. Drumstick says Dylan Gabriel has an untrustworthy face. Glad he's going to Oklahoma. Um, Eric and Lincoln says he can also Caleb Williams can also be the field goal kicker to get his NFL draft draft stock higher. Boom, quarterback and field goal kicker work on that leg. So then you know you don't have to get yourself into field goal range. Tell Caleb Drumstick says this. Tell Caleb we have a Dairy Queen and he can get a blizzard whenever his heart desires. If that works. Um, I suppose so. So, okay, there's obviously that far-fetched conversation of, of Caleb Williams coming to Nebraska or having interest in Nebraska. Um, and we got we got about four and a half minutes left here before we have to take a break. Can I say how sad I am for Texas? Why? Because They have Quinn Ewers. Because, it's fine. Because even in the transfer portal, Oklahoma is overtaking them. How so? What do you mean? Casey Thompson was the biggest name in the transfer portal. Yeah. And then Caleb Williams was like, Mm-mm, not so fast, Longhorns. We're still better than you. Let me let me get in this transfer portal real quick. Yeah, I Casey Thompson was the guy everybody was going after. Not anymore. And then Caleb Williams was like, "Nah, let me let me take this real quick." No, so obviously there's that far fetched conversation of of Caleb Williams having interest in Nebraska, and, and I didn't want to spend too long on that, but because there's a more realistic conversation of will Caleb Williams' decision eventually affect Nebraska. And I guess in simpler terms, will Nebraska find their next quarterback because of Caleb Williams' decision, right? And that's one of those things where if he goes to Oregon, and and I'm just picking Oregon out of the air because it's an easy comparison. If he goes to Oregon, is Bo Nix back on the table for Nebraska? If he goes to LSU, we know Miles Brennan had an offer to Nebraska. Does that Mm -hmm. make Miles Brennan think about changing his mind. I would not pass to put it past Brian Kelly to dip on Miles Brennan and go with Caleb Williams, especially after we saw him dancing. No way. Mm, I don't know. Miles Brennan seems more like his dancing type. Maybe. But, like, th- like think about it also. You still have the Texas A&M quarterback, Zach Calzada. You still have the Missouri quarterback in the portal. Um, you-, you still have Casey Thompson, obviously, which, like I mentioned at the beginning of the segment, Things are a little more clouded because the whole rumor slash thought um, was, all right, Caleb Williams leaves, Casey Thompson moves in, boomer sooner. Well, now Dylan Gabriel's like, nah, 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 we're here. This is mine. Yeah, we're here. 
and which totally understandable move. Well, he reunites with his former guy jo- yeah. uh, Jeff Levy. Well, and also Oklahoma better than UCLA. So, uh, unnamed texter says, "Lie to Caleb, tell him we have a great offensive line." <laughs> uh, Look, man, film exists. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm we hoping for so somebody says I'm hoping for something completely dumb like he goes to U- UConn. UConn, I believe, hired a new coach. Caleb Williams turns UConn around. Top twenty. Could, that's top twenty-five. Maybe, UConn to you. Maybe that needs to be a poll question. Would Caleb Williams turn UConn into a power? Not not a powerhouse. A top twenty-five team. Would Would he take them to a bowl game? Oh yeah, that's yeah, just a bowl game. Just six wins All for right. UConn. All right, go to Twitter. I'm going to tweet that's it out a right great now. Question. Okay, let me get to Twitter here. I'm going to tweet it out right now. Does Caleb Williams make UConn a bowl team? Does Caleb Williams make turn UConn? Into a bowl team, six and six, five hundred a bowl team for the Huskies. That'd be impressive. Would that be more impressive than going anywhere and winning a national championship? Some would say yes. I would be among those. So, some. All so, right. Rico, I'll tag you. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so go go visit Nick underscore Sainert, um, on Twitter here. Vote on the poll. Does Caleb Williams turn UConn? Dang it. On no, on no. I put just N. Ah, shucks. Anyway, so does Caleb Williams turn UConn into a bowl team? Go vote. Nick Two people have just said the same thing. Caleb should go play for Dion, says an unnamed texter. And Justin says, Prime will sign Caleb Williams to take a second okay. huge pickup to Jackson State. Here, here's an interesting one. Somebody says this, Jake, on the text line, you can ask the same thing about Nebraska. Why do we have to say UConn? <laughs> um, because <laughs> it's not nice. <laughs> you You kind of hope. That UConn's not Nebraska. It's a funny joke. Oh, VJ, you want to get in on this? Oh, man, I'm just listening, man. I'm just <laughs> enjoying you and Rico Suave. <laughs> Boy, I hit the road. My phone died. I got to get a little juice just in case. <laughs> Don't use Rico's charger. It barely works. It's horrible, Rico. <laughs> Look, man, I got it for like five I got it for like five bucks from to Target. From Amazon. I got it for like five bucks to Target. It's not Jeez. supposed to be great. VJ, would, uh, real quick, we got 35 seconds left in this segment. Would Caleb Williams turn UConn into a bowl program in his first year? Absolutely. Just six wins. That's it. What's UConn's schedule? I got to hurry up this, uh, this it's up. It's not a lot. Believe me, they can win. UConn has a schedule that if Caleb went there, they would win immediately. All right, 2022 UConn schedule. Utah State first game, Syracuse at Michigan, Fresno FIU, Boston College, UMass, Liberty, Army. Oh, yeah, there's six wins in there. <laughs> Easy. All right, when we come back, we'll have a special guest from Farrell's Extreme Body Shaping on the happy hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.